What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Leslie Omanya Beggert, who's a co-founder of Fabulingua. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hi. Uh, thanks very much. How are you? I'm doing really well. Yeah. Excited to learn more about what you're working on and um, share it with our audience. For people that haven't heard of your company before, what is Fabulingua? Tell us a little bit more about it. So Fabulingua teaches kids a second language uh, through interactive stories uh, that are set in a mobile game. Uh, and uh, we're starting with Spanish, uh, and we're going to move on to other languages shortly after. Um, Walk me through a little bit about how it works. You know, if I was a, a user of it and I found you and I signed up, can you walk me through what my experience would be? Yeah. Um, so the pedagogy is set around stories and teaching through stories. That's like really at the heart of what we do. Uh, we have a, actually a patented method that I invented and um, and developed with, within the stories uh, for how we use stories. But basically you would go through, do an onboarding, uh, and then you know pick your avatar. We, uh, especially in the new version that's coming out, uh, right now what we have in the app store is a, an MVP, but in the new version, it's much more of a sort of game, uh, like a full on immersive game. So you would pick your avatar and then we'd take you to this island uh, where you would start off, you would land on a, on a, the shore, you would do your tutorial in that location, and then you would go and explore and discover the next location, which is a playful pond. It's got various characters in there. You would tap one of the characters and then you would hear their story, learn their story with our patented uh, way that we make the stories intelligible, comprehensible to people who don't know that language. And you would go through the stories. Each time you go through the stories, you would earn keys that then you could take to our shop. And there's a little owl who's the man, the man's the shop. And you can then open treasure chests. They cost a certain amount of keys, the keys that you've earned by, by listening to the stories. And the treasure chests are full of like game cards and stickers and avatar pieces and all that. So it's a very, uh, uh, you know, our, our developers are mobile game developers and uh, uh, sort of very, very childlike, enchanting sort of experience. And really what you don't realize is that as you're doing this, and, and each time you read a story, it opens up games about that story that goes through, you know, vocabulary and, and various other aspects of that story. That, so as you're playing this game and earning keys, you're learning a language. So really the idea behind it is just, Imagine if while your kid was playing a mobile game, they were actually learning a second language. I think it's awesome, you know, and I'm curious, how did the idea come up? Or in other words, like, what's the origin of the story here? How'd you come up with this? 
so the origin story is my own experience. Uh, I am, uh, I grew up in Spain. Uh, my family's from Venezuela. So I really wanted my kids to learn their heritage language. Uh, but I actually found it really difficult to find any really substantial tools that would help me. The stuff that was out there that was available for kids was very much kind of like very token, you know, learn a bunch of fruits, learn colors, learn numbers. And then they kind of dropped you like a hot potato and you had to wait until you could access uh, products like Duolingo where really, although it looks like it's designed for kids, it's actually designed for adults because you need to be able to read the language, read and write your own native language in order to use that. So you're already quite old. Uh, and so there was a real gap in the market and I was really frustrated about it for, you know, stuff that's designed for children. That's not adult content that's been repurposed for children, but designed to actually engage children and meet children. Um, and there's just nothing out there to help me as a mom. So um, I ended up just inventing my own system. I had no idea of making it into an app or anything, but my own pedagogy uh, for my kids and then uh, ended up, it was really unique uh, and it turned out totally based on the science of language learning. And so I ended up applying for patent and actually recently, a couple months ago, actually it's back there, my, my, uh, my patent came, came about. So uh, yeah, it started off like that. And then at one point I actually, had some feedback from some of the teachers that were just like, wow, like your kid is learning, because we didn't speak Spanish at home. It's a whole host of reasons, but they started telling me, you know, in pre-K is like, my goodness, like the, the rate at which your child is learning is so fast. It's kind of like you were speaking to him in Spanish at home all the time. And I was like, no, I'm doing this a couple of times a week at most. Um, and that seemed to me like, wow, this method is really effective because my return on investment was huge. Like if they were sitting there saying, it's like you're talking to him Spanish, in Spanish all the time, then, and I'm not, I'm actually only doing this a couple of times a week. Then I was just like, I need to share this with other people. And that's when I started writing the business plan and just really thinking about how could I get the technology to do what I had developed in an analog way with my kids. Totally. I, I love that origin story, you know, going from your own experience. And if you kind of take the opposite approach now, you know, looking forward instead of backwards, what do you see as the big picture here? If you were to look out five, 10, 15 years, you know, what's, what's your vision for the company? Um, honestly, my vision is that we change the way kids learn a second language. Uh, what is really clear to me right now is that the way we teach kids a second language in most parts of the world is, is, is actually very, very insufficient. It's very, it, basically the, the language, the science of language learning is actually quite advanced. And there's been a lot of insight over the last 30 years that's, that, that has really moved the needle, but it's not been productized, right? Um, nobody has taken that science and turned it into a product that's accessible and makes it easy. Uh, so really we're the first company to do that um, on a significant scale. So um, I just want to check, I want all kids around the world to be able to learn a second language through interactive mobile games, which is where they want to be. It's where they want to spend time. And so um, that's really my vision because I think that when kids are raised with a second language, there's a, a huge slew of science on the benefits for the kid, like cognitive benefits, social emotional benefits, but really for our society, the benefits are that 
they grow up with so much more empathy or capacity for empathy that I think on a societal scale, it's just a really cool hack for how to get a more empathetic society to just actually have kids raised with a second language. So really that, that's, that's our view um, for, for the long-term, how that looks like. I love that, you know, but in order to make that happen, you'll obviously need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you fundraising? Are you hiring, looking for users, you know, families? How, how can we assist here uh, at the podcast? Uh, well, uh, we are, um, we're fundraising right now. Uh, we have, uh, uh, that's probably the, the, the most significant way, you know, we do you know, after this fundraise, we will have kind of, you know, more need for, I don't know, technical artists, or there'll be a kind of ramp up in, in, in work and, and we work in unity. So we always love hearing from, you know, experts in unity. Uh, that's really kind of where we do our work. But, um, and, you know, a lot of stuff on content, uh, you know, we'll be doing much more of that. But really right now it's, it's the fundraising. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention is that what, the development that's happened in the last year is that we started off with an MVP that's currently on the app store of the pedagogy that I was telling you about. Um, and that did really well. In actual fact, it did insanely well in particular, I built this for teacher, I mean, except for parents like myself, but it really turns out that because it's based on the science of language learning, that the people who could really understand that we are totally different from anything out there were the teachers. Like parents don't really know about this language science. So they, we might look kind of similar on the app store to something else that may teach you kind of like animal names or whatever, but the teachers are the ones who could get it immediately. And so they've been actually reaching out to us and pulling the product from us uh, for, for a while now. I think initially we discounted it because of the pandemic and we thought, well, all teachers want help. But when the tide went out, language learning teachers language teachers who teach languages are still really, really coming to us and trying to pull the product. So the new version of uh, that we're building right now, which is the mobile game version, the version that's on the app store right now isn't the mobile game version. So that comes with a teacher dashboard. So our go to market is really uh, going to these teachers who've been so enthusiastic and giving them a freemium version, very solid, free uh, set of uh, of uh, the dashboard uh, and really kind of monetizing through a small portion of parents, kind of like Prodigy Math does and Epic Kids, uh, the reading app does. Um, so, you know, our relationship with teachers is going to, it, you know, we already have a very strong relationship. We've been building this teacher dashboard with them, but it's going to become stronger and bigger. So that's also another area for us. Um, Totally. And then if someone wants to learn more and like find you on the internet uh, to dive in, where can they do that? Is there a website, app, social media, email? How can someone learn more? So the website is uh, www.fabulingua.com, F-A-B-U-L-I-N-G-U-A, fabulingua.com. Uh, we have a lot of material there. We have a lot of material on the science on which we're based and a lot of blogs that discuss that science some more. Um, and um, the app, you can find it on the App Store, uh, Google Play. Uh, so just look up Fabu, Fabulingua. And uh, we do have some very kind of limited social media presence right now. Uh, we have, we've just really spent our energy. We haven't really supported 
anything that we've done so far with any significant marketing other than just a little bit of Instagram presence, a little bit of Facebook presence, but nothing that we're really putting a whole lot of energy into. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. It was wonderful speaking to you.